like Murray Davis had the size. He was like a he was like a linebacker playing point basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, True. so his beefiness and his first step was one of the most nastiest in the NBA. And he looked like he was having fun, man. It was something. Yeah, about the problem. The problem man. was that he was like he was ahead of his time, and his shot, his three, wasn't as accurate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, sure. So he he would like jack up the threes, and streaky. wouldn't make. Yes, super streaky. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he was yeah he was uh, one of the reasons why I wore number five as well. This is one of my favorite players. BD, BD, BD. Yeah. He's one of my faves. So, one of my faves, man. But uh, yeah, I look back at it, man. I like, I was, I was ruthless, man. I, I mean, like, and I, and I, I, I do miss some of that. I do miss some of that, like, that fire. Just to be like, that's all. It, I just, I just don't feel like I'm healthy. I just don't feel like I'm healthy enough to do like to live Something through like it that. now. You know what I'm saying? Well, that particular, uh, you know, that particular, uh, like, uh activity maybe but maybe you could find it in something else that's kind of like the key trying to keep that fire if you got to adjust you got to put it into something else and you know just got to still try to find that same drive that you know because you know what it feels like and you know that you know photography you know to some degree gives you like a certain you know glow you're like oh shit i'm about to shoot you know you know that process of you know really trying to find the art and get lost in it so you know what it feels like but i i feel you it's it's a constant thing trying to you know find new new things but i think i'm on the same page like i i agree like you you're diversifying who you are you know what i mean playing piano trying to get classically trained doing photography you know listed all your other accomplishments and i'm pretty sure you still got a whole list of shit you're trying to you know add to your character in the game you know what i mean same as me i'm like yo i gotta get my jujitsu up i gotta get flexible i have to try to beat the physical odds of things i gotta you know survive this life and try to keep a mental a strong mentality through all this shit you know what i mean like this is yeah craziest time and at the same time it's like shit this is the most you've ever felt alive in a lot of ways because it's we're stuck you know at home thinking like all the time <laughs> well and and also like i think i finally am at the point where it's like oh yeah you can do anything you just gotta take it in practice like oh, okay and he's and he believes like yeah you know i believe that you'll be one of the better golfers i just you know out of our friends just because when you get into something you're hyper focused on it you know and you will obsess over it yeah yeah and so like you know and he he just that's what he says and one of the things i i like i kind of live closer to the that airport in in sacramento not the airport airport but the one near like william land park Mm -hmm. so you can learn how to fly and i just you know like i'm driving by there going to the golf course and i and i just saw it and i was thinking like that might be next. Just, a, it, just a, let me just let me just take a couple of flight lessons, dude. You it's know, like this, bro. We're in just the matrix, and out. you could download any program now. Yeah, it really is. It's crazy, but see, it's the fact that we know that I think like, is the difference. Yeah, like it, it really, like it really is. It's like you just gotta. You figure it out. You read it a bunch of times, and now that technology is more accessible, certain things like even making beats. Like it, I, I believe that somebody starting off making beats now would be able to make hotter beats than I did years ago because it's easier. The programs made it easier to do it, and I'm not mad at you. You know, 
I'm not mad at you because it made it easier, you know? Yeah, because um, imagine, like, before cool. the beat machine, it's like, it was just live bands and shit. <laughs> yeah, you had to learn the timing. And then, uh, at the same time, those live bands, when you look back at it, they're the ones creating the sound. They were creating the sound of the drums, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do this. Or, you know, the funky drummer, which is the most sampled drum loop, you know? Um like someone was like, I'm gonna do that and I, you know, and practice it over and over again. I'm like, yeah, it's hot, you know. Uh or or the people who created like the trap hi-hat drums or whatever. <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna do the normal <laughs> I'm gonna do this like this, a triplet or whatever. Oof. And it sounds off time, but it's on time and you know. That is crazy that jump like, from have to give, live have music to, to digital music, because that was a like revolutionary thing. And we grew up in that shit. Well, I mean yeah, I mean it was it was kind of going since the seventies, but then the eighties took it over, right? You know, because like, like the eighties had like a lot of sides. <laughs> yeah, African Mbata. I mean, uh, I want to say you know, like the George Clinton, the funk all stars. Uh, I mean Michael Jackson's Thriller album, the synthesizers. I, I can't think of the the producer, but there's this one guy, our pianist. But there's one guy back in the day just with it with the synthesizers and to be like, yeah, this is a cool sound. We're gonna do this. And then like, like, cause sometimes I'm messing with synthesized sounds and I listen to it. I'm like, I don't know how I can make anything creative out of this. Like, not like you can't, I'm just saying like, how do I make this musical mm-hmm. and not just a, um, what can I say? Not a scene, but like a frill or off sound, you know, like, like a filler, you know, mm-hmm. ambient sound that adds to the song. How do you make it musical in a note where where it sounds like ooh, super pleasing and not just an effect in a sense? You know what I'm saying? Oh, maybe that's kind of so, where the um, taste of music comes in, where you're like, yo, I just have a way I like music, and this is how I like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like for me, I love I love the Moog synthesized sound. I love a lot of the '70s. Like I, I'm an electric piano fiend. Mm-hmm. Um, to uh, either a live bass or like a Moog deep synth bass, you know. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Or Oberheim like string. I'm talking. I'm probably. I'm speaking like a different language right now. But you no, know, no, bro. Like, I'm trying to learn. Print, I'm, I like. But, I love music. So I'm like, it's interesting to hear somebody that actually makes music. Because I was just thinking of that shit today. I was like, it's so crazy to be creative to just kind of even venture into music in any degree i love it i love listening to it so the science behind it so when you're sharing it's like yeah that, that shit's wild because that's just shit that's going on in your head you know what i mean yeah like like i mean like there's all there there so i love like one of my favorite songs was a sample song or beat was uh mc squared mc equal with common i don't know if you remember that one it was on a jay diller one right and i love that like computer computer digitalized sound but the drums were knocking so much like jay dilla like even jay dilla the light like the sonic of how he put those songs together you know it is just dope then like another style is like i i think of like prince's music like the the groove to it's like it just knocks so like that's another thing. Like, I, who, who's kind of similar or in that style, like, I like Chromio, you know? 
Oh yeah, Chromio definitely has I, I that like, kind of funk vibe. Yeah, like this funk vibe. But it's like, so I like I like the Chromio funk vibe. I like the hip hop, you know, soul dwelle type stuff. You know, obviously Kanye, and and um, like I would love to do Daft Punk type stuff. Like Daft Punk is when it came to dance and whatever, like no one else is like sonically to me like Daft Punk. Dude, that you know, Daft Punk for me, for me. Pharrell, that Daft Punk and Pharrell is like yeah. one of the dopest songs. Like I'm like, yo, it it's it, it be obviously it was very poppy like in its overall exposure and it just played everywhere. But when you really listen to the song, you're like shit. 20, 30 years down the road, this song is going to be fucking classic. Like, it's going to be the jam. You know what I mean? Like, like for me, what got me was like, ugh, I was like, when they made the Tron, the Tron um, album, or the Tron uh, soundtrack for the the new Tron movie. Oh, shit. Like, that, like, like, I was like, this shit is so dope to you. Like, like, they're, like, their electronics like i try to listen to other dance or style like that it does not it just sometimes you just have a group it's like i'm not me i don't hate rock i'm not really into rock as much but like nirvana or or uh red hot chili pepper when they put something out it's just on a different musical level to me you know and there's a couple there's actually a couple other ones but like there's certain ones that you're like, yo, I, I just, I really fucks with you guys. This is like, hey, sonically, you, it just sounds hella dope. Do you fuck with any like the old rock bands, like, um, like, uh, like Led Zeppelin or like uh, Pink Floyd and shit? So, so I fucks with like the '70s rock-ish style, like prog, prog rock or the '70s rock, you know? Oh, that shit, shit was super dope, man. Who's like, that? like Queen, like Queen, not Queen, was it? Was it Queen? Who's the guy that, that they did the movie for? Was it Queen? Yep. Queen. Queen, yeah. Like, like when you go back and you listen to him, it's like, that dude's a fucking G. Like, their Queen music was a G. Mm-hmm. Like, you're sitting there, and that was rock, but it, it that wasn't. wasn't just rock. Like, like okay, this is what I look at music, right? And I'm getting all hyper. Hey, it's all good. It's all this good. is what I look at music. You know something's dope when it's just, like, when it is beyond its genre, right? Mm-hmm. Like it is not just rap; it's just music. It broke the barrier. Yeah. Like, like rock that, like Queen and and what they Fred Mer- what they did. It was rock, but it was like it was an attitude. It was everything. Like it spoke to like, everybody. Buddy, you're a big boy running in the street. Got a man, a man, man, you got blood on your face. And big disgrace, all over the place. Like what we with? Like that's not rock. That's a fucking movement. That's a war that chant. Is fucking, <laughs> that's a war chant. That is something much more at that time. You feel me? Yes. You know? I do. I do. There, there's certain things that come out, and it's like, that is, like, to me, I'm like, Jay Dill was hip hop, but he was like music, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, because I, when I think of the first person, I think it was like people who stay in a certain zone and it's just like, I don't really necessarily like. It's like Nelly comes up. I'm like, that is that particular rap and that's all it is. And whatever he does is just that. I don't feel like, even when he 
when he veered off to do country rap stuff, it was like to me, I was like, yeah, you know, I don't feel it. Yeah. While like, like you like you just there's certain songs that just resonate through all genres. It don't fucking matter. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter. I agree. I agree. There are a lot of songs out there. You're like, shit, this is more of a feeling than anything else. And the music's unique like that. Like, it's the one thing that's unique to humans to me. Because it's like, you don't see fucking dolphins coming out with albums and shit. You don't see fucking... You know, like, I mean, we don't know, but maybe so, right? I mean, if not, they ain't, they ain't streaming that shit. They ain't streaming it. You know what I mean? I, where yeah, do I find that? You know what I mean? Yeah, like... Yeah, orangutans ain't out there, you know, recording. You yeah. Know what I mean? like, yo... Whatever human, whatever we learned along the way with how music works and how it's evolved and just kind of its effect on people, it's more like I'm surprised that there isn't, you know, deeper, uh, you know, like people looking into it like shit, man. Music is some magical shit. It really is, man. It, the, the origin of it, how you put it together, the way it makes people feel like it's it's universal. It's some weird. Everybody does it. Everybody has it unique to their country. But then there, like you said, there's songs that transcend that, and somehow motherfuckers all around the world know, like you know, a handful of songs type shit. And you're like, yo, this is kind of crazy, and how it could affect people. You're like, damn, man, that shit could touch more people than a lot of things. You know what I mean? So the power that it has, and kind of its space, and how you could be creative, and you know, just kind of express yourself through music. And it's so weird because it is an art, and it's subjective, and you just do it for the love of it. You know, like how you speak about it passionately. You're like, yo, man, like you know, just how you listen to music because everybody's different. It's all opinion. And that's why there's so many artists out there. You know what I mean? Like, like the out the rock, last rap of them, I was like, yo, this is like beyond rap. It's music, right? It's like, on a, it was, was well, kind of is my dark twisted fantasy. I think that's it there, right? Ooh, ooh, yeah. And when I'm listening to it, I'm like, hold on. Yeah. The producers, who did this? Yeah. How did you come up with these rhythms? Because I'm still stuck on certain boom bap rhythms. I'm like, okay, how do I get past this? And I'm listening to them. I'm like, this is hip hop, but you're giving out these different rhythms. And I'm sitting there like, what the hell? Like when I'm hearing, can you get much higher? Oh my God. Uh, 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 like, uh, uh, this is grand. I was a it's runaway dude. Also. Runaway. Yeah. Boom. 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 Yeah, like ding, the video was even wilder. Yeah. You're like, oh shit! Like to me, and, and then you're just that's like, gonna be an album down the, the road, fuck, yeah. man. You're like, fucking, like, what the heck is this? Like, yeah. I remember bumping the hell out of album. It didn't leave my CD yeah. player in my car, mm. and I would, and me and my friend that lives in like San Bernardino he hits me up, and we both was like, yeah, man, this is like more than music, bro. Like, this is just more than rap. Mm-hmm. you know and i don't know how to explain it to people it's just like it was darker it was grittier i don't know what they did at that time uh i mean i noticed a couple producers on their s1 i'm like you know because i became a fan of him i'm just like i don't know what you guys were doing at that time and how that all came together but that shit Yeah, man. Fuck. Yeah. That's like that could be a whole different genre, genre right there, you know? I remember hearing a um interview. I don't know if it was an interview or what, but he was going through that Amber Rose shit at the time. Yeah. After that, and he said he was just like in a 
you know, whatever creative space, like it was intense for that, you know, time of his life and something to that degree. But that's why she's I'm, on the she's on the cover, right? Like think we're supposed to be him. I her think that was kind of like because that was that controversial one where you're like, oh shit, like yeah, yeah they fuck it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, looking back at it, you're like, shit, man, you could see yourself listening to that shit, you know, 20 years from now. You know what I mean? However long that shit's like, oh, that is timeless. That's some that's some shit when you put like gap band outstanding you're like yo that shit lasts the test of time that's some that's not whatever the genre was that is some song that's gonna last for a while you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean uh i mean the next i mean obviously the other one would be uh chronic 2001 where you're sitting there like sonically every song and what i mean sonically it's just like you when you listen to certain songs you just are most of Dr. Drake's stuff, sonically, when you hear it, it just hits a different level. Mm-hmm. You feel the bass in your chest. You feel the kick. Everything's placed in this, like, I don't know who the engineer is, but they do an amazing job because you just feel every instrument. You know what I'm saying? And Chronic 2001, when you hear that and you listen to that again, you just sound like, oh. God damn! Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a, oh my! But but even God. even like it's the other ones was like, oh, what was it? Blair haters be something on the deal though. <laughs> like like I forgot the song, but it's like, uh, uh this is the whole song. Like the rapper, I, I I wish I could play. I'm I'm bringing it up right here. I gotta play. I gotta play it because copyright whatever. So there's a couple. Yeah the, yeah yeah. We don't own these things. Is that what you're supposed to say, right? Oh yeah, we don't own these things. Yeah, you got explosive, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe that was a sample of of uh, I think it was an America Badu sample that they took because it was on our. Uh, oh, it was Act Right. Oh yeah, <laughs> that uh, shit. Got, uh, like, uh, just, oh god, damn. yeah. Everywhere I go, everybody seems to hear it. Bang bang. <laughs> Or make a whole housewife, which is a very true statement, right? There you go. Can't make a whole housewife. Yes, yes. Or what was it? Car bomb. Yo. Like the second half of it. Yes. Oh, this is much for the next song. That's what I'm saying, bro. In the nut, bro. But shit was like, I'm like. Like I I I got my I went out and got my my do rag and my mask on I, you know I was ready to roll I was down for the cause after this man you know what I'm saying yeah yeah Dre definitely uh, stamped the West Coast sound you know he definitely put it out there like that you know what I mean because that kind of set the vibe for pretty much the whole West Coast you know in a lot of ways it's always been this chill vibe like songs that are universal like i'm a you know i'm a hyro guy so 93 till infinity i'm like infinity like i i dealt you know del deltron 3030 like i'm just like this is some out outer world shit like somebody's gonna come across this years from now like when we're all you know in under dust and they're gonna be like yo this this is the shit these motherfuckers was listening to Wait, when do we meet 93 right uh maybe beginning of 93 94 i believe nah nah we met before that we was like in fifth grade like in early 90s right well was it 92 to 93 oh maybe 
because I remember I was in SAC in, oh, shit, I don't know. How old are we? Fucking A. Maybe 93. I know 93 is important. That's all I'm saying. 93 yeah, is cause important. Yeah, I, I remember, because, like, I remember 93 is important. And, yeah, like, 93 to infinity, you know, like, that was, like, the song. Chill till 93 till, you know, Ooh. like, that was the song. And then. Um, that beat is so hard, though. That just that beginning is just, oof. I listen to that. I've been listening to that shit lately. I don't know. It's maybe I'm just getting old and you just start getting used to the shit you listen to. But I'm just like, oh, that shit is just strong. It's like it, it's, for it's life. super strong. The Met like. But I will say, like, I wasn't into Hyro. I didn't know who Dell was at first. I'm mm-hmm. not that OK. I wasn't into the groups separately. But when they made their Hyro song out in like 97 or whatever, mm-hmm. the album. <laughs> That oh shit yeah, had me. that yeah. shit had me at love. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, like, that shit like sonically. That's another song. Was like, doom, 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 doom. like, oh, like what? Of the decade. Oh my god. Yeah, oh my like God. Like, but that's what I'm saying, though. Remember, so, yeah, there's music like that. I mean, that's that's just so crazy that there's so much music out there, and that's what makes music yeah. hella cool. It was, it was them, the living legends, and, and like, the alcoholics where I was, like, and that's where I was Our getting side, mad at this time. I, I, was, I was getting mad at this time because I was sitting there, like, when I was go- growing up, I felt like it was, like, everything was East Coast. And I'm, like, yo, there's some West Coast rappers mm-hmm. that are doing it. Black yeah. high peas before they got the white girl. Yeah, that's You true. know what I'm saying? I'm fucking too short. You know what I mean? Too short E40. E40. I mean, like, E40 made, missed, made most of the game. Hurricane was like in fifth grade for us because I remember uh, some white kid named Colin. We was rapping that in class. Do you remember Colin? Was there a Colin in our I class? I don't, but I I don't remember a Colin, but I do remember Hurricane, but you can call it Slurricane, you know? Yeah. Well, I remember saying that shit in fifth grade with somebody. Enough to drive in the man. And that then, was and a then, long time ago. And then. And then what was it like the player haters ball or whatever or whatever? There was one where he was making fun of Rasheed Wallace. I was like, "Oh, that shit's so hot, man! That shit was so hot. Ooh, he's a clown, Rasheed Wallace." Yeah, E forty, you know, record hating bitches. Yeah, man. Now, what's this? Like, yo, E forty, and I would rap. I would rep E40 and people were like, who? I was like, you better recognize, you know, so. I know it is crazy how it was later on in his career when, you know, uh, Tell Me When to Go, like, really blew up, you know, but I think that speaks more to the digital age because you kind of find out everybody fucks with E40, like, from California. <laughs> if yeah, not the whole entire why, country. <laughs> that, that's why That's why when it comes to, like, I, you know, don't disrespect to Mac Dre, but, like, a lot of people like, oh, Mac Dre, Mac Dre, and I'm thinking, like, I feel like E forty was the one to do it. Oh man, you know what I'm saying? Sure. For I me, think at, I I'm think like, at the time it was just you know, Mac Dre is almost like uh, the Jay Dilla effect because that whole generation of MCs. I mean, and you know, he was not not that you know he was making beats or anything, but he was just at the time like he was almost ahead of it a little bit. You know, what I mean, maybe at the time because that was it was young. You know what I mean? And I'm just like. Maybe that's how they viewed him because a lot of that stuff is pretty legendary in his own right. He just, you know, passed too early. Uh, yeah, it's just I, I, I think he passed too early and God rest his soul. It, it was just for me, um, like I, there's a part of me and that was like, yo, I feel like E40 made it big stream from the Bay. Him oh, and yeah. Too Short, but like, because there was a song in '94, I can't remember it, but. 
uh, Angel, sister name, sprinkle me, right? Sprinkle mm-hmm. me. And I'm sitting there like, that was E40 in the click. And I'm like, you want to say Mac Dre? You know what I'm saying? For me, I was like, I mean, yo, E40, man, you know, E40 is the guy. I didn't hear about a Mac Dre until I went to a basketball camp in SoCal. Mm. You know, and I was like, "Who? Who's a Mac Dre?" And then you know, he got he yeah, had a lot then, of shit. And though, then yeah. and then he died, and then it was like then it became like bigger than life, and everyone knew. And it's just like you know, like as a as an artist, more respect to you on doing that. Um, you know, I I mean, more respect that your music got out there and it influenced a generation of people. Yeah. For sure. I just feel like, man, I just feel like Mac Dre has been, or not Mac Dre, but uh, E40 has been there for a minute, you know? Hey, man. So. Cool thing about the Bay or music in a lot of degrees, there's a lot of space for a lot of people. I mean, think about it like Keek the Sneak, you know what I mean? Like uh, Team, Clyde Carson, you know, that whole Bay thing. Like, um, who else got, you know? Uh, well, is, yeah, Keek, Keek was in, isn't he in a wheelchair now or something? Like some weird jacked uh, up stuff happened to him. He was living remember. in Sacramento for a minute. Yeah, he was up in the Thomas. Yeah, up. I know because I saw him at a gas station. Was like, mm-hmm. like yeah, we I, talk about I, yeah, we I, talk about local. Yeah, Keek was local, man. Like uh, yeah. you know the pack, like the pack, dude. The pack. Well, I was a yeah. big pack. So I mean, it's cool. The Bay got its you know thing, and you know California, many parts of it does. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, what was it? Doey, uh, Doey, Doey Rock. Rock. Somebody who's the one that passed away? Doey Rock. Doey Rock, yeah, yeah, just recently passed away. We well, I don't yeah. even know what the, you know, we had I had a couple of friends from Sheldon, I guess, hang out with him at parties in Sacramento. You know, yeah, he was around, man. He he was local. I remember he'd come by the shop sometimes, and you know, uh, I think my Wait, my, you, my boss knew him. So you were there, right? When me and your brother were getting uh, GTA and, and uh, brother Lunch Young trying to come in and, and get the uh, sneak in line to get GTA. Oh, maybe. Vice City. Was I there? I think your brother was there. We were trying to get, we were trying to get uh, uh, Vice City. Uh, yeah, GTA Vice City was on reserve. We're at we're GameStop in line at or GameStop, GameStop in Oak Grove. Yeah, at oh, GameStop really? in Oak Grove. And then like he knew it was coming. I was like, hey, anybody want to get? It? it was like, and one guy would come up to us like, I ain't supposed to let you know, but that's 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 a uh, <laughs> brother was hung right there. Mm. <laughs> and we're like, be okay, local, and, and nobody gave him the spot. I was like, I don't care. I'm getting this Vice City, and that's Sacramento for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, you I no love here. I, I was like, sorry, man, you eating baby guts and whatever you said. I like, I didn't like your rap anyway. <laughs> I didn't like your rap anyway. Hey, man, so you I'm know, not, everybody's able to express themselves. You know, that some people relate yeah. to that. You know what I mean? And it's expressive. It's all expression. Music is that, and more. Yeah, it's, oh yeah. I mean, dances too, right? Expressive dance. Oh, but without music, man, that's what I'm saying. Music is the driving force. I bet dance is right up there, though. I mean, I take it back to tribal culture, man. It's cool to look at like you know prehistoric stuff and just look at tribal stuff that's out there. You know, at least the stuff that's been you know filmed or saved or whatever. That shit's always cool to look at. You know, they're just singing and dancing, and it's rhythmic and it, it's speaking to like a whole different a whole different energy. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you, you're participating in when you're making it, you're listening to it. That's why when you talk about like a Kanye's album, right? And you're just like, you know, the producers on there, you can only imagine what's going on in that whole production room and that whole process. I'm always, I love watching those videos when they're in the studio, you know what I mean? And the clips of them that you see, because then it's never going to just have a full on, 
you know, just a whole session, but it's cool because those rooms are where that magic fucking happens. You know what I mean? That, that shit's dope. Yo, I love watching, like, so on Netflix is like, uh, you know, hot, like movies we grew up on or whatever. It like, it's a series where they, they go back, like, how did this happen? Um, and they did it for TV, Power Rangers or whatever, and got me into watching Power Rangers. But so Ghostbusters was on there and they were talking about how it came apart. And I love, I just love watching the creative process and how it unfolds into what it was. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, when I used to buy movies, I was like, give me the behind the scenes and how they made it. Cause I want to know how they did that and what made them. It was like, yes, I was, I was hot. It's like a funny story sometimes. It is. And, and even I can contest this when I make a beat, what happens is I have an idea, but it never comes out the way I originally thought. Right. And when you go back and watch these, hear about these movies that they make, a lot of them are accidents. Like we were trying to do this and nobody believed in us and then we made this and then boom power rage is a hit or whatever or or elf is a hit and we had to do this one shot because nobody gave us money to believe in Mm -hmm. so we had to make the best out of it and so we had to make magic happen you know and all you see is the finished product that's i was like yo man behind the scenes is always the most fascinating shit but it's the magic. That's really the creative magic. And however else that plays out, you know, whatever you believe. But after that, it's like just the creativity to come up with shit in, in a lot of ways is, is just insane and how magical that is. You know what I mean? And that's why, like, half the time, I believe when you're making, like, especially in comedy, it's a, a classic. You don't need to make a sequel on classics because what happens is it was lightning in a bottle at that moment. Things Ooh, came together. Movie? Like what movie? Like, well, well, okay, so, like, I don't believe in making, I don't believe in that they need to do, like, a um, Coming to America 2, you know? You don't need to do that. I don't think you need to make anything past, like, Back to the Future 1 and 2 were classics, right? 1, I still think was great, and that was lightning in a bottle. 2 was adding on that, and 3 was, like, kind of overkill. You don't need to remake that one, right? Um, I'm trying to think of, like, Anchorman 1 was good right yeah it was funny you don't when they make the second one you're like it doesn't feel natural anymore you know i get what you're saying yeah like one-offs uh, or 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 like um tropic thunder to me like that is hilarious you don't need to make that because i was lightning in the bottle at that time and and just you know just great did they make a second one no, they didn't make a second okay. one. No, no, no. I was like, oh shit, was there a second? But yeah, but there's just certain movies, there's certain things where it's like it just comes together where you're like, oh, was there okay, ever we... a good sequel? Was there ever a good sequel? Yes. Terminator 2. Oh yeah. Damn. Terminator 2. That's 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 the first one that comes up and it's like the best one, you know. That's more memorable uh, than one in a lot of ways. <laughs> way more memorable than one, you know, because of CGI and all that stuff. Um yeah. fucking A. Terminator Two, maybe, maybe, maybe Rocky Four. Which one was Rocky Four? The one with Ivan Drago. Oh shit! <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe Rocky Four is the best Rocky. Arguably, you know what I'm saying? Why was that one hella popular out of all of them? I think it was the Russian thing, and then oh, like at the time, at the time, and, and then and right. then and then like, you know, Apollo Creed died. Oh yeah, and, that's right. And then you're looking at like the technology guy in the Russian and, and then like one of the hardest silhouette or scenes 
montage scenes of him going up the snow with the wood on his back or doing the <laughs> lift. Like, like, yo, if you want to get swole, you watch shit. that part, you're like, fuck. Hey, that's just hype. And it's like, you're like, yo, Goosebumps going. I'm squinting. Yeah. I just beat the third level of Donkey Kong, yeah, you know, right. or whatever the heart. Like, yo, that part, like, you know, all Rockies were good, but that one was like, you know, when he got to ditch the car in the snow oh, yeah. and he's hella mad, you know, in yeah. yeah. the, the snow, he's like, <laughs> like, and, and like doing, doing sit ups upside down. Oiled oh, out. I know, man. Yeah, it was cool. Like, that was a good sequel. That was a good. Sequel. Yeah, thank you for shutting me up because it was, dude. I can't think of so so. You know, those are the two that I would say that were better. Uh, I can't say back. I liked Back to the Future two. I just don't know if it was better than one. I feel like it was really close. I just like two because the future was hella funny to me. You know. I need to watch that again. I'm a little rusty on my Back to the Future knowledge. They're kind of all blurred together with me. I need to watch it again. Um, and I really can't think of, you know, other. Oh, Batman. Um, Batman Dark Knight was better than Batman. Batman Begins. Oh, with Joker. Yes. Oh yeah! God damn it. Yeah. So that, that damn that one's good. But I mean, the first one, it, dude, they're so good. They're so good. They're all good, but come on, two is like well, I mean, maybe because he died or whatnot, but like No, the introduction of Joker because he's so synonymous the, the, with Batman. Yeah, yeah. The the he like mm-hmm. he changed how Joker was supposed to be before Joker was just funny or whatever, and it, it turned into a very dark Joker, like like you're yeah, you're in, in the same side yeah yeah and then like the one of the greatest things was every time he told the story about his smile it was different yeah oh the little things God. you know what i'm saying yeah. oh my god you want to hear about my smile you want to see why i kept on smiling you know yeah dog he yeah as acting acting itself is crazy i've said that before many times but it's just like i'm a professional pretender like dude to get into a character I'm like, shit, like Dave Chappelle said this. He's like, I mean, I have a hard time getting into who I am. How the fuck am I going to get into some other shit? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That shit is. Yeah, wild. I mean, like, that's why, they, like, he went so dark mm. that he couldn't come back, you know? Yeah. And there's been statements where people like, I need to take time off because, like, supposedly Michael B. Jordan was, was you know, after he did Killmonger, he, he was, was like so dark that he had like he was depressed for a while and he had to get out of it, you know. Oof, he had to take his rough. time away from from like being in that state of mind. Yeah, that state of mind. Oh man, that shit is wild. See, movies and music. That shit is so like uh I don't know, it's just weird. The those things, you know what I mean? Like they're like the music industry, at least right now, it seems like a lot of people always talk about, uh, or the the talking narrative, at least you know, hot topic is how music is always you know screws people over, how businesses yeah. screw people over, and then with movies, it's like, damn, how do these these actors make millions? They make like NBA, NFL money, you know what I mean? 
you're like how who what how why are they making how what's going on here well yeah because like because two one of the things i keep forgetting is like the shooting probably takes four months right four or five months then the editing and everything and then when the movie comes out then they have to travel to promote you know so sometimes you won't pay the residual off until like a year and a half later and there's like contractual agreement you need to be here to do all these movie like these promotions for the movie you know it's just crazy because it's like that is a an ex that's a very expensive business like it's like that is an interesting business and it, it has so much influence on us you know what i mean yeah i mean like yeah now now like when you because you know salaries are kind of going up but like i think of like a, a marvel movie and it costs like a hundred million dollars to make right mm-hmm. and so you're gonna pay the actors so that's gonna be a 30 to 40 50 million dollar part and then you're gonna pay the people to do all the the cgi and all the other stuff to it and the, mm-hmm. the set designs and stuff like that uh, and then the actors usually get a percentage of the money that comes in from box office, you know, because like uh, initially sometimes we're like, we can't pay you all this because if every actor got what they wanted, then it'd be like, you know, one million or whatever. And they're like, we got 30 actors and, you know, and then we got to pay Robert Downey Jr. 40 million alone, you know, this is I mean, like, like the, the Lakers the, like the salary like, yeah, the cap. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah the avengers the avengers uh one cost 200 million because you got everybody together and you counted robert downey jr's money so you talk about the like warriors with durant is that what you're talking about when the warriors had durant? no no i was talking about the uh the, the avengers the avengers movie but yeah <laughs> warriors with durant yeah for sure yeah like hey thanos just you know snapped everybody out of here you know i know cut them in half they was like ah no salary for you we done <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean that, that that's why it's so fascinating. It's like, you know, going back to the music thing, it's like how how powerful that shit is. You know what I mean? And it's a fascinating creative journey. So that's why it's cool. Anytime you share insight, I'm always fascinated by it cuz it's like it's a true process that I'm just very enamored with on all levels, whether it's live instruments, beat making, all that stuff because you know, it's to taste and it's, you know, uh, you know, trying to figure shit out and trying to come up with something that just sounds good. You know what I mean? That resonates. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Like just the the creative, you know, to to make like literally, you're making something out of thin air. You know, I will create this painting. I'll create this drawing. I'm gonna create Daffy Duck. And it's like what? You know, make a feeling. Yeah, it's like a feeling. It's like what? Who yeah. gave you this feeling? How do you know this? A, a happy accident, you know. Like I love watching how people put together video games and, you know, like why did you do this with Street Fighter? You know and you know, like all these other things. It's like, oh shit, dog. Do you are you watching those uh, video game history channels on YouTube? No, not the. You know, you know, I watched one about like the history of Xbox, which like that was kind of cool because like the, the the it's called Xbox because it was Direct Xbox, which Direct X is a uh, uh, like a development tool for something. So I didn't know that. I didn't know it was like. So they cut it down instead of saying direct Xbox, Xbox, it was just Xbox. And that's where it got the name from. So I saw that um, certain things, like I said before, I, I knew from previous was that uh, Sony and Nintendo were trying to make this CD-ROM attachment to the uh, uh, SNES, excuse me, the SNES. 
Mm-hmm. There was a couple of attempts to do something, and then PlayStation went off and did their own thing to make their own video game system. So, it's like, but, it's like um, that show, How Stuff Is Made. I always love that shit. <laughs> like one of the things I know, like I knew this from 1995, or for some reason I was online trying to do a video game thing, and uh, one of the things I always knew is that, like, the name of Sega. What, where does Sega get their name from? And it's called Service Gaming. That's what it is. It's service and then gaming smashed together. So you take this little Sega. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> Sega. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Or just like Nintendo was around since the, night, the 1800s. Or not the early 1800s, 1900s. I might be doing it wrong. But like, I think they came out in 1892 Holy or something shit. like that. They're, they're a card game. Oh. They made cards. So where did they get the name from? I don't know where they got the name from. It's Japanese, but it was a card game. Nintendo history. That's Let's see. wild. Let me see if I'm even close. Nintendo. Love Nintendo. Yeah, let me see. Let me see where's the sources of all source. Wikipedia. Everything's credible on Wikipedia. <laughs> of course. Uh, I, was, I was off. It started in uh, 1889. I said I think I said 1892. I was three years off. Oh, man. what the? That's close enough. Shit, I would have said 93, 1993. Right. It's an infinity. Oh, man, Nintendo. Yeah, video games, man. Hey, oh, the Oculus Rift. What's up? Did you do it? Oh, a friend let me use it. And I got it. Yeah. How I was it? it? It's an experience, man. It's it's definitely like... um. You know, it's 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 cool. It's cool, man. I'm like, oh shit, this is kind of actually dope. Like, Did you like, record yourself? No, not yet. I will. I will. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for my my stationary bike to come on to be hella silly and record something. You know, okay. Like, I'm I'm a hella futuristic dog. You know, just try to act like I'm stunting on someone with you know my tech. But yeah, um, yeah, the Oculus Rift is pretty. It's pretty cool, man. I was actually. It, it's weird to be immersed like i rather have it be where it creates a 3d environment but i can still see through it because for me like although i live alone it just feels weird to be so immersed and not know if somebody's like around you you know what I'm saying? that's fucking with your brain right there <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> yeah and and the level of the three i was like oh that's that's fucking dope yeah <laughs> Oh my god! I haven't tried it yet, but I'm. I, I was fascinated. I remember you mentioned it uh, last time. That's what I was like, and I know you said I'm gonna try it tonight. I was hoping you were gonna yeah, record was- your first experience with it, like, oh shit, like you know, like record yourself with it on and just be like, oh shit. <laughs> I, I mean, I will. I will eventually. You know what I'm saying? I, I will. I just, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. Like, I, I'll I'll record myself on it. I got a question. Is that the future? Yeah, I think augmented reality is going to be a future. You know, one of the things that, um, you know, I mean, they're close to it, but like I can see Microsoft was, they're trying to do this augmented reality thing. And I can see how once they get their system power enough, you want it to be wireless. So you can play a game, you know, just stream from your Xbox to your, your wire, you know, your headset. So they'll do most of the graphical power, but then, you know, the headset will do the other part. The 3D rendering, I think that would be pretty dope, you know? We gonna be in Tron? Yeah. I mean, 
and then who's gonna need any woman at all? But fuck this. <laughs> Yo, okay, Cyberpunk's twenty seventy seven. Yeah. What's that all about? I have I haven't seen. I, haven't it. I know really it's a video game. That much, man. I, I, it's about the Cyberpunk comic, and I guess it made it into a game. Okay. Um. So I I. I started up and right now I'm not interested in it. I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to like get through uh, Jedi Fallen Order. So that's like one of my favorites right now. Like I'm loving it just because, you know, the whole Star Wars thing is on point. You know, the Mandalorian show is dope. So I'm just like, all right, let me just get through this right now. Mm-hmm. So I haven't gave it enough time, but uh, you could, you could uh, when you build your character. You could um, adjust the penis size, and um, I was gonna tweet like, "Can I get an extra large option?" Asking for a friend. Uh, <laughs> see, that's how guys are. We're like, "Yo, I want that shit like ten feet." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll drag that shit behind 15, me like a dinosaur, so, like tail. Instead <laughs> so, so about fifteen minutes adjusting my penis size, like, come on now, it's too much shadow on there, too much hair. I need to uh, like. The man. smiley face, man. Like man, that's you know, how guys are. That's how guys are, man. It's the, yeah, like we think about it more than any, you know, other other sex, you know. That shit needs wheels on. And then when they do, we call them. We t- and then when they do, we want to call them nasty hoes. Like you got nasty hoes, but you're like, but I kind of like that. Hey, man. I kind of. <laughs> that's culture, baby. <laughs> right. We're like you, disgusting. You disgust me. You nasty. I. Oculus Rift with some sex, bro. Is that crazy to think that that's possible? Like Judge Dredd shit. Yeah, I think that's possible. I mean, like the the more because I also think too, as I as I go through certain things, like I think the more I deal with dating, I think the more people are getting shunned off from dating. Like they, it's like they don't want to deal. Like like instead of actually going through the shit, people don't want to deal with it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Hasn't that and been so, the case like for like five, ten years since, or like even more, like since online dating? Hasn't that been more and more think, the case? I think so now. Yeah, people just don't want to deal with the rejection, which you know, like let's just say the rejection. Let's just say, you know, rejection, any pushback, any weight, heavy lifting is gonna usually get you stronger if you really work work on it, right? Sure. So what happens is when you don't deal with it, you're not getting stronger with it, right? Mm. So you're not practicing, you're not getting better, and so what's going on with our generation? And I think too often because we're, we're always pointing the finger at the other one or not really doing anything or not really trying to sit here and be like, you know, accept the differences, you know? Okay, that's how you, who you are. That's how you are. It's always someone else's fault and not your own or whatever, you know? And because I hear it all the time, women be like, men do this and be like, I'm like shut up. Like, like stop with that on the social media and because you would hate that if a guy was doing that you know about women like bitches be sucking dead dirty hot like like you know stop that's it. just like, the banter man stop. that's just men and women that's just how we are it, it, we, yeah we it's just, but it's, what i'm saying what i'm saying is is that, it, that it's always a blame of the other game and not really like kind of like kind of again let's play the blame game i love you yep more it's love, love hate you know? man it's love hate, which is funny. I was just watching that movie with Martin. <laughs> Man, I need to watch and that I'm, again. It's terrible, but like you is know, it? and yeah, Martin had like a red eye in the movie. I was like, like maybe because I have HD on it. I'm like, yo, this is eye red. <laughs> Man, you know, yeah, and, then, and TV, then like yeah. this one got red yeah, eyes on the TV. 
Yeah, yeah, Regina Queen on there. I'm not even going to call her Regina King anymore. She's Regina Queen because when you look back at it, she's been in almost every prominent black TV show or or TV movie or black movie, sorry. Like, like not even just movie, just uh, like cultural. Like, she was the voices for Boondocks. She was in Friday, you know what I'm saying? She was a thin line. I feel like she was in so many... Uh, oh, she was also in, she was also in Boys in the Hood. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Like she's Regina Queen to me, and then let alone she was in Watchmen. Like yeah. she's Regina Queen. Like let's just give that lady and respect in the game because what she's done as a black woman in the movie industry is like, yo, you're queen. You know, Jerry Maguire. Was she in that? I think that was Brad Tidwell's wife, wasn't it? I think I think you might be right. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like Regina Queen, like she's Regina Queen. Right. She was in um what was the one with uh Will Smith? Um uh Enemy of the State, which is such a dope movie if you go yeah. back and watch she that. A lot of credentials, yeah, that's true. She was in the lot new Cadillac of- commercial. What's up with that? Yeah, she's Regina Queen. Like she like, yo, let's just give this this woman her respect, like in respect. the game. You know what I'm saying? Respect, Regina Res- Queen. Respect, you know what I'm saying? Regina Queen. Like check check her credentials. Like you better know. You better ask somebody. Oculus Rift. <laughs> Sex. Virtually. That's crazy. I wanna I wanna experience that. How many people do you think actually have the Oculus Rift? If you had to take a guess on how many users are out there right now in the world. I don't I don't know, man. That's a hard one. Like uh, I'd probably say maybe five hundred thousand or so. Yeah. Worldwide. Worldwide? Probably a little bit over a million. Yeah, that's still not a lot. Yeah, because like I don't know that many people that talk about having an Oculus or a you know a like Oculus Rift. So when I do, it's like, and, and this is in comparison. Obviously, certain friends hang out. In comparison to my friends, right? I would say if I had friends. Out of five guys, three guys will have like a, a video game system, PlayStation or or Xbox or whatever, right? I would say one out of ten or one out of fifteen of my friends would have an Oculus, you know, or a VR headset. Yeah, that's a pretty good ratio, though. Shit. Yeah, I mean, but but you also got to factor in the you type yourself. of group I hang out, huh? Yeah, the people yeah. I hang out with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, most likely you're going to hang out with more techie people so I just want to know what the future is going to look like man because the Oculus Rift seems like it's here to stay now because I think they're coming out with probably a new glass maybe Apple Glass or Google Glass or something like that because I think people are just going to wear it out and then combine that with the mask I mean we're basically at helmet status or close to it and then everybody's wearing like you know the the track outfits are coming back I don't know if you've seen on the streets when you be out and about they look like a Russian Huh? Look like a Russian. Yeah. I mean, those are coming back. The velour suits. I've seen a couple. I've seen a couple now out and about in town as if they're have just been re-released. So we're not far from the whole sweatsuit and the helmet. I mean, I just it's fascinating, bro. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I'm I wouldn't be surprised because right now it's also about comfort. Like sometimes getting dressed up is not com- comfortable. It's like, why am I getting dressed up for? Mm hmm. Yeah. You know, so exactly comfortable, uh, 
and like useful. I mean, people like if you had a sweatsuit, like the shit that the Avengers wear, we're gonna look like Tron, man. That's just what it is. Exactly. We live in Tron. We're gonna be wearing helmets all the time for our safety and for us to see reality. Were you a Pokemon Go guy? No, I was not. Did, you, into, did like, you ever see it, the interface, and how it was used? Yes. Isn't that wild? <laughs> I feel. I feel like that's where we. Yeah. I mean, we're we're like. Well, art imitates life, and life imitates art, right? It's like a circular thing. So, we may be going down these routes, man. You know, I'm not. I'm not really too surprised. You know, we, Wait, we became more. I, I, well, I might have said it wrong, but uh, I, isn't it art imitates life? Life imitates art, like a circular issue. You know. You know what I was thinking about right when you said that? I was thinking about you ever seen that symbol where it's a uh, like a dragon or a serpent eating its self it's ass yeah you ever seen that like and it's just like a circle yeah okay i just thought about that when you said that but go ahead continue on no yeah i mean that's a good point we're eating ourselves like we're like like the maybe we'll get better i don't know but it's some of it's kind of a deterioration of the the human you know uh, like shedding uh, our skin (laughs) yeah yeah um because as we deal with more of online interaction we don't really know how to interact with people in in person you know mm-hmm. um as we go more virtual you know we don't know how to talk to opposite sex because what everything becomes now is more transactional you know like you don't really understand how to create i i feel like now a lot of things are becoming more transactional where people are not really creating deep connections it's a transactional connection you know mm, what have you done for me lately dun, 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 you know? dun, dun. so when we become that way then it's like okay then like you know if that's just a transaction and women do certain things or men do certain things and you know legalize prostitution and all this other shit because that's what it's going to be you know like i don't want to be in a relationship but go out and get 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 some you know I mean, and that's what I need, changing. and then I'm okay for a while, and then I'm gonna play video games or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know that that's why I feel like it's going, you know. Shit, maybe. I mean, it's who's who knows. I I'm fascinated by that aspect as well because, you know, I think um, like video dating is like the thing now, right? This is like that's what it is, or at least for the yeah. time being. And uh, however long it's gonna be, you would almost think it's not gonna go anywhere after you know, whatever happens. So it's going to be part of it where, oh, let's just virtual date. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's a thing? That's crazy. Because yeah. like I said, you're about, you know, I think I'm a believer also in the energy and the life force and being near each other, you know, understanding that's still, you know, reality, but at the same time, considering, you know, the world where it's at, maybe we're being thrusted into the future faster than we wanted to. Yeah, we are. You know, mm-hmm. and and these large corporations are raking in the dough, raking in the money more. You know, large raking. IT, usually, and they're like mainly IT companies. You know, like if you look at it, did you say Skynet, bro? Skynet, I did say that, aka <laughs> Tesla. Man, Bezos, like who are Lex Luthor? These are all like, are these those characters, or are we tripping? Because this is the best drama going. <laughs> The power of the minds, man. They got us, man. They outsmarted all of us. 
but see, did we know our own the... fate? Because when we put the movies out, are they just telling us like what's going to happen? <laughs> well, if you go back and watch Enemy of the State, you'll be like, what? You know? Like, one of the, I know it's, it's going to sound crazy, but one of the guys was born on 9 11. One of, the, one of the guys on there, this is before 9 11, and he was born on 9 11 uh, in the movie. I swear, I swear on everything. I'm not lying to you. Lying to you. So you know, he's born on 9 11. Or is that just a happenstance? Uh, but if you go back and watch Enemy of State, it's just about two years prior to 9 11. And you talk about like the you know the monitors watching the monitors and people being a, a reasoning for certain people to be um, uh, uh, set in place to monitor you know Americans. Yeah, you look back and you're like, wait a minute, how did this person? Who did the research on this this movie? You know. Thank you. Is it a coincidence or is it happenstance? That's why you think it's like if you look back, there's all these symbols and things like that. A lot of the time with a lot of different historical things and you're just like, is that deliberate or is that just happenstance? And like how many times does it have to be, you know, coincidence before you're like, hey, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, hold on. You know, I need to watch that again. That's the Gene Hackman, Will Smith. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. I, I vaguely remember that movie. Oh yeah, that was the that was a dope one. Like that was one of the my like I watched. It, I was like, this this is dope, man. Like I didn't I didn't like Will Smith as a movie star that much until that movie. Ah, uh, his serious acting chops. Oh Hitch yeah, because a lot of the good. other movies was like was like just kind of it was too much over the top goofy Will Smith, and I was like, ugh, you know, like Wild Wild West. Yeah, you didn't like, like that. Like, no, I didn't like that. I did not like that. Well, I mean, I like the soundtrack I like, was I like bad a hit. Boys. I like Bad Boys, but even when you look back at it, like, like Will Smith is is like too much. I'm like Lowry. It's like, oh god, like at least Mark, like Martin at the time, at the comedic, like kind of cool, like man, chill out, Mike. My Lowry. I want to be. I want to be like Mike. You know? Yeah, hey Martin, shout out to Martin and Will Smith. Martin. Will Smith, amazing. Both amazing. Will, Will Smith is like, you know, our, our, our is like uh, uh, our generation's like icon. You know, he's an icon, and and it, he's he's worked on all the things he's got to this point, which you can't deny. You know, um, because like I feel like so he did the Enemy of State, and then I feel when he did. Um, when he did there's another movie that i absolutely liked um well hitch i thought it was a great great movie at the time mm-hmm. you know and i wanted to say i like the i am legend and i robot which is mm-hmm. kind of a similar movie in a sense mm-hmm. to me but i liked both oh, of those yeah. oh yeah mm-hmm. but then when he did when he did pursuit of happiness that was another one where like ooh, oh pull the heart outside of his, yeah just like jamie fox one of the best Jamie Foxx movies to me was when he did uh, The Kingdom. It's the one where he's a, uh, a FBI agent and he goes to, uh, I think it's like Iraq or Afghanistan because uh, 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 um, U.S. territory got bombed. And they're trying to figure out. Kingdom. Kingdom. They're trying to, they went out. 
they wanted they were trying to go out there and figure out who killed their people and break it oh, down. Oh, that was recently. That. Netflix. That was on Netflix recently, right? Yeah, but that oh. came out in like two thousand eight, I think two thousand seven oh, eight. It was. It's an old movie. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm thinking of a different thing. Okay, I need to go back on that one. But yeah, Jamie Fox is good too. Ooh, black but, excellence. Yeah, when, when when he did no, that that is black because when he did Ray, you're like what you know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like what the heck? And he's still yeah, with Tyson, isn't he? I think so. He got uh, he got uh, yoked up for that. The Django. That's what that's dude, bruh. Um, for me, for me, that like, I I love I just love the I just love how how Quentin Tarantino writes his movies, you know. He's a class act, that guy. Like, even if it had a lot of the N word, I'm like, like, what do you want? What do you want to say? Like, how was it back then? There weren't saying that. That's what I'm 2007, saying. the kingdom came out. Okay. But um, like you're gonna act like they weren't saying these words back then. But that's the controversy. Didn't they take those words out of the new re-release, like uh, you know, old school like uh, Johnny Appleseed books or Tom Sawyer or whatever? Uh, they probably did. And I'm yeah. like, there's part of me was like, don't do this, and this is why. Uh-huh. Don't do it because this is a part of history, and and like like I don't, I don't think you should fly the flag of the confederate i told you this before you shouldn't fly the flag of the confederate on a state but that should be in a museum in the state somewhere because that is the part of the history you cannot quiet the history because you're not telling the true story mm. you know what i'm saying you're not telling the true story of what went down yeah. and i feel like when you start to do that just like when parents try to like sh- protect their kids from everything in the world then you're not preparing them for the world Mm. you know what i'm saying Mm. you need to know these things what happened why this was not okay or okay you know whatever you need to know these things and when you're trying to shut them like i don't like nazis existed racism exists around the world right life is amazing but also life can suck you know, yin and yang. It's a balance of life, man. It is not always meant to be what it was for you mm. until you become powerful enough and then you do whatever the fuck you want. And that sucks. It's the truth right now. Who quoted you know that? Lex saying? Luthor? Who was that? Who quoted that? Is that Lex Luthor? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if that was a quote, but I just said it right now. But like, it's, it's just, it's, it sucks. It's true. You know, life we try to do checks and balances, but most people. If you if you're powerful enough, have money, you get away with what you want, you know. Money, money, power, respect. It's the key to life. <laughs> the the clues are in the music, man. It's like they're yeah. it's all hidden. It's like the secret text are in the music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that they're trying to say something, but they have to say it in a musical way because it can't be detected. You know what I mean? So you have to really look into the lyrics and listen to the music and be like, they really trying to tell you something that's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's going on, Mar- uh, uh, Marvin Gaye? Yeah. What's going on? You know? See, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yo, it's, it's just, you're just saying it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's right there. And uh, music is definitely uh, one of those things, man. Very influential indeed.
Yeah, man. She's crazy, man. I'm about to pass out because I got to be up at 530. Oh, you good, man. Hey, thank you for, uh, you know, podding. It was fun. I ended up recording, I think, midway through the Baron Davis. Yeah, I noticed. I saw. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Baron Davis. All right. Just want to make sure because I know we're on a run. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, yes, thank you, Marcus. Uh, send me some music, man. What do I got to do? Hold on, let me pause this right quick. Uh, Sky High number 18. Oh, no, no, no. I think this is Sky High 19. Thank you very much. Ryan the Revac. Marcus Washington. At. <laughs> oh, it's, it, you can do uh, quest underscore image if you want to look at my pictures of and women. Send them DMs and send them DMs. Send me the DMs, you know. It goes down in the dm <laughs> thank you bro. that's it <laughs>